we got John in Toronto, Ruby in H Town, James is in uh, Dallas, repping Logan Dallas. Um, I am in Connecticut, where it is, I think it's like 50 degrees today. Yeah, it's 40. So it's not too cold, not too bad. Um, always great to have like a very diverse panel. Ruby, you're the first woman we've ever had on. So like, congrats on breaking the mold. Um, <laughs> I think we- Three months, so why not, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we always, we talked about having like women on and I think it's always difficult to know like whether whether women want to participate or what and so like you know I really appreciate you coming and um anything you want to say just as sort of like the the first the first woman representative <laughs> um I mean I think we, women do want to be representative but it just depends on the type of woman right like personally yeah. I don't feel like I'm out there in the secret community. You know, I'm, I'm, I know people, Instagram know people, but, and there's some women who are pretty vocal about being advocates in the sneaker community and contributing to it. So, but yeah, there's a lot out there. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there, there definitely are. Um, and I'm always, I'm always, and I don't want to say I'm impressed because like, obviously women can know what we know and, you know, be into everything that we're into. Um, and have the same level of knowledge, but I'm always like blown blown away by things that some people or some women post, and I'm like, man, you guys are like in it, in it, like <laughs> they make me feel bad, like I'm not as shine for too long. The men have had to shine too long. We're coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, as you guys know, we're here to talk about Nike. Um, it's kind of fitting that Air Max month started and. I'm not as big a Nike head, I don't think, as like the three of you. Um, I obviously, I have a lot of Jordan 1s. I have a lot of Air Max 97s. I have a couple of Prestos. And now I have a couple of Dunks. Um, but other than that, I don't have too many Nikes that I, that I, that I rock. Um, and, but I do have fond memories of Nike. And, you know, the Air Jordan 1, Air Max 97 always pull me in. So I figured we could start off by talking about, like, you know, what was your earliest memory of the swoosh? When we when you brought up this topic, I did a quick some quick math, and I, I think I have about sixty percent Nike, so I think I count as a Nike head. And I've told uh, <laughs> I've I've told the story uh, a couple times on uh, different podcasts. But uh, uh, my brother worked at McDonald's, and he grabbed the Back in the 80s, he grabbed the OG Fire Red 3s and the Blacks, uh, Blacksmith 4s. And uh, he was into everything, culture, you know, Spike Lee, uh, watched watched movies that had people with sneakers in it and stuff like that exposed me to it. I didn't have the money. I got a pair of AirTech Challenges. So that was my first pair of Nikes that meant something to me. And uh, I always wanted his Jordans and he gave them to me when he grew out of them. And I still look for them in my mom's house every once in a while. She insists they're not there. <laughs> uh, James, what's up? Well, I'm, you know, I was trying to think back to my earliest pair of Nikes, not Jordans, but, you know, like actual Nikes. And I, I can't remember what my first pair of Nike trainers or anything like that was. I think maybe 
No, I, I can't. I, my first Nike shoe would have been the the uh, Air Jordan Five. That was my very first one. Uh, because, but I had to wait years before I was able to wear it. So I, I mean, I grew up in 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 where my cousin, same age, was able to wear had all the shoes. Right, all these kicks growing up. I was I grew up watching all the athletes, you know, and I, I was infatuated with sneakers, and I couldn't wear them because I was so flat footed that I had to wear these orthopedic shoes to help me grow an arch. Till about 19, I want to say 91 is when my doctor said I could finally take those off and I could wear regular shoes and I could enjoy them because they would coat my feet. And I remember my mom took me to, we went to a mall and uh, she bought me 15 pairs of, of whatever I wanted, basically, because it was like I was able to get whatever I wanted. And I remember the first pair that was up there was Jordan and, and they had just released and I was super excited. But I can't remember off the top of my head when my first standard Nike was there have been so many. I mean, I want to say it was a, a 90, but I, I can't, I, I don't even remember. I don't remember. <laughs> the 90s, like, I feel like they circulate in and out of, like, your rotation just on, like, a yearly basis. Like, I have 90s in the garage for, like, if I need to go, like, sweep, you know, shovel snow real quick or clean off my car or something. And, um, you know, they're, like, 10 years old. And I just, like, I... At one point, I forgot I had 90s. And then, you know, then I was like, oh, man, I do have 90s. Like, someone was talking about them because I was like, oh, 90s are washed. You know, like, I don't I don't even Lies. think about 90s. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I do have pairs. Like, what am I talking about? That's so crazy when I hear people say 90s are washed. 90s are fire. I, like, my second favorite Air Max silhouette, aside from the one. Uh, and if you take away the one, it's my favorite one. It's, it's sleek. It's clean. It's nice. I dig it. I don't necessarily care for this new round that they've done, it's kind of a little chopped a little too low for me. Uh, so I'm sad to see like the bacons are going to drop in this, in this style, but you know, I'm, I'm still in cop. I'm going to wear them. They're fire. I like them better than the 95s. Oof, I'm going to catch some heat. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. I agree besides that 95 statement. But I like the 95s though. I do like 95. They're going to be crazy. <laughs> Tough to decide between those two. Okay. I know Air Max ones are number one for me, but between 90s and 95s, it's a toss up. It's a toss up. Yeah. It is. Uh, I, I think, well, so for me, I'm going to go, my first Nike is going to be a West Coast Classic, Dope Man's, Cortez. Um, my parents had them. Oh, so facts. Had them. Um, so that's my first, like, intro to Nike. But I would say personally, like, into the sneaker community was the 90s, for sure. But What color? Dad, what color Cortez? What color Cortez we going with? Oh, classic. Classic. OG Gangster Black. Yeah. Classic. I had, so I had, I think I had both pairs. I had a white and the white and red and then the black. So. The nylon with the nylon <laughs> cover. Oh man. The, the, the cholo. I was uh, going to say, Nike. I won't relive those gangster days of mine, but, <laughs> but it's a West Coast classic. I'm from the West. So, you know, I got you. Um, I also, I, ironically this is kind of like a full circle moment because the first pair of nikes that i remember actually having were were hand-me-down and they were from my sister so my sister um was like so much was like 15 years older than me and so um you know she was in college when i was in you know like middle school and so i remember we hit that age where we were the same size you know like seven we were both a size seven and um you know she 
had a whole bunch of shoes that she basically wasn't wearing. And, you know, me being a sort of like a, a poor kid that didn't have access to everything that I wanted was, you know, like rummaging through the stuff that she had and like ended up pulling, I think they were 90s, like this red and white pair of 90s. And, you know, they weren't really girly. They were like the most masculine like shoe that she had. So like I ended up wearing them until like, you know, I put holes in the sole. But like that was the first like Nike shoe that I remember. And so, you know, like it's uh it's funny because I think I think back on that shoe and I'm like, oh that shoe was awesome. Like I've never seen that colorway come back. But also I see like 90s now and I'm like, yeah, it's all right. Dang. That's the 90s are my favorite. So I they can't go wrong for me. Like uh I think so for me, I think I think 97 is top of the pile when it comes to Air Maxes. Um Air Max one, it just I don't know, there's something about it. It just doesn't look right on my foot. Um I would say 95 is is maybe maybe number two. And then you gotta go 98. Uh even though I hate oh. the tongue, I hate the tongue on 98. It's like, that's, that's the thing that sort of drives me insane about the 98 is the, the pointed tongue. I feel like you need that sort of divot in the tongue or else it just slides to one side, which makes it like look and feel sort of really uncomfortable. Other than that, I'm not a big, I'm not a big, big, you know, like I said, Air Max person or, you know, obviously a Nike, Nike collector. But jumping, jumping around, like, what would you say is like the, the shoe that has had the most impact on you from Nike? Obviously, you know, I know Jordan is like the staple for everyone. He's like the guy. But I know a lot of people say, you know, it is Air Maxes. So thoughts? So the, I guess the shoe that got me uh, that had the most general impact that kind of made me realize what I was actually doing because before... I was collecting. I was just hoarding a bunch of shoes that I thought were cool and I had fits for, and I wanted to, you know, look good. Uh, but it was when the Jordan 11 dropped that I really started really paying attention to what I was doing, as opposed to just buying things that I enjoyed. I was I was buying more of 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 this. Uh, I was more of a staple. I was trying to make a statement after that, um, and I kind of saw that things were starting to change. The shoes were starting to be evolve. I had the it had the, the biggest impact in me. But when it came to like standard sneakers, the uh, the air the air max one probably had the most impact on me because the most versatile shoe ever made it, it's it's it was the impact that had but i didn't realize that for many years you know what i'm saying it was probably till like maybe the 20th anniversary when i kind of realized um how impactful that shoe really was and how it's influenced so many different genres you know what i'm saying um uh, it, 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 it when you when you say sneakers you know what i'm saying that shoe is always in the conversation you know what I mean? When people are like, what's your favorite sneaker? What's the best shoe out there? And in your top five, someone's always going to give you an Air Max one. So for me, that's always been the most impactful shoe. And, and when I look at it, there's so many different variant colorways of it. But the OG red, the anniversary colorway, like that, that's it. John, what's up? Yeah, you know, I, I love the Air Max one. I love the blue blue version. James was just talking about the, the military blue four was the shoe that I picked up 
back around 2006 uh, on a trip to New York that uh, that kind of changed it and made me take sneakers more serious and start taking care when I started collecting. But it was actually something way more recent. It was it was it was um, when I got really serious into vintage. It was it was Jordan ones, and I never liked Jordan ones back in the day. I wasn't relatively. You know, I wasn't, I didn't, I, I didn't get into, get on the hype in the last couple of years. It was a little bit before that, but um, I picked up some, some 85s and 94s and it kind of changed my whole perspective and started getting me into older shoes and vintage and really started me focusing when it comes to Nike in particular on quality because you know everyone complains about new new shoe you know new versions new retros having quality i don't love the tumbled look i, I love the shoes i think they're much more comfortable than the 85s and the 94s the new tumbled ones but i don't love uh, I, I i just can't stand the way they crease but that's a long other story but uh, but it was really you know a more recent pickup maybe about five years ago of some vintage jordan ones and really really got me into more you know i was already into quality um through runners through things like asics and i discovered you know a new balance discovered the the differences and the kind of things i was missing um just by nikes all the time and uh, uh but then i discovered that you know older pairs had uh, had this crazy quality and, and you had to dig back a little bit sometimes and they're still doing stuff with good quality i, I don't want to say they're not but uh but uh so yeah it was something more recent it was going back and it was a jordan one because i didn't uh I didn't really love them that much, and uh, and now I do. I would say for me, um, the Jordan 13 was probably like a significant time in my period because when I don't remember when they came out, but they were my first Jordans that I copped when I was working working at a retail store. I still have them. I wore them maybe twice. I won't wear them again for, and that's a different story. But um, I would say the Jordan 13s was like my intro to Nike, but. Air Max 95 or Air Max 90s, the infrared color release in 2010, I think. I don't remember. That was like my shoe. That was the shoe that sat on the wall. I walked in every single time to foot action and it was just sitting there. And I was just so mesmerized with that colorway. And so that's like 90 Air Max 90s will always be my top. I love them. I think they look great on women. Um, they always have some crazy colors. So for me, like the crazy colors is always the pop, right? So, and that's, I think a lot of women can relate to that. Like we like the shoes to pop more than our outfit. And I think for men, it's more the outfit than shoes sometimes. <laughs> that's just what I've seen. But Air Max 90s will always be like my Nike shoe. I remember the the 11 and just, I mean, the, the Bread 11 for me was just the shoe. I mean, it's been the shoe for like 25 years, <laughs> like, like ever since it came out, like that shoe has been everything to me. Um, I don't know, like, I don't, I think that that is the perfect shoe. Um, I mean, I always grew up getting told I had to buy like, oh, you got to buy high tops, you know, you got to protect your ankles, like ankle support like and that was like I think we know a lot differently now but I was always like forced into buying like basketball shoes like you know I, I love runners um but when I was younger and I couldn't buy the shoes it was always someone you know well you're gonna buy a basketball shoe well you're gonna buy a high top and I hated it and the the Jordan 11 was like the first mid like the first like mid that was like a big deal and so um I remember, I remember working at, at Champs and they dropped and 
they were supposed to hold a pair for me, and they didn't. <laughs> I was so <laughs> like so pissed. And uh, it's been like this shoe that I've always been trying. I've always tried to to buy, um, and, and it brought me back in 2012. And um, like I have never been able to grab a pair at retail. And like it's one of those shoes that were like I'm like if I can't grab it at retail, I don't want it. Um, because I, I want that experience to sort of be like pure. Yeah. Um, and so like that is, I have other 11, but like, I don't have a bread. And uh, that to me, that, that, that shoe is just amazing. And then also the, the silver bullets, because I remember when they dropped um, a, like this kid that I went to high school with, I remember him having a pair and I remember them being super expensive and, you know, for what they were at the time. And I forget what they were. I think it was like a hundred bucks or like 99 or something. It was, it was, it was just something like just out of reach um, for me. And I just remember everyone was like, wow, this, yo, he's got the, he got the 97s. He's got the silver bullets. Like, and like that, that sheening, you know, that, that, that sheen, that silver, like flash, you could see it from like down the hall. So um, I always, I always, every time 90, 97s drop, every time it's over, drop, I got to prepare. So um, they're just amazing to me. Um, so I think those two shoes really, really set it off for Nike. And John, like you said, with um, the Jordan 1s, I was never a big Jordan 1 fan. And then something around like 2010, you know, kind of drew me in. And I bought the Chicago's in 2012. And that was like when Nike was still doing like the crap pairs, like the, the real crappy leather. And um, they sucked and I wore like three times. But, you know, like I, I I went on a tangent after that. And like I have a ton of all the other ones, uh, you know, Royal, Shadows, all of those. And so um, I think the Jordan 1 is like an amazing shoe. And so I want to talk a little bit about the distinction between Jordan and Nike? And do we think that, do you guys see that there is a distinction? Like I always, I, I don't, I don't see them as, as the same brand anymore. Like I see them as two separate brands. When you said that you see them as two different brands. I mean, I'd like to think there, cause maybe I could say I'm more diverse in my collecting, but uh, you know, I thinking about this topic, talking about Nike, uh, I think their tactics are probably the same when it comes to hyping things up. You know, everyone talks about Nike. We'll probably talk more about it being the marketing genius machine that it is. You know, I don't know. I don't know how much, how much difference there is, you know, it comes to collabs, you know, you get Virgil, he's going to do a Jordan. He's going to do Air Max. He's going to do, you know, and while they try to be different, they're inseparable. Right. I mean, even, even you look at, NBA players in the tunnel. It's like Jordan's in one hand, Nike in the other, and you can't, you don't know who they're sponsored by, but yeah, I don't know if it matters. Yeah, I don't, um, you know, like I, and, and speaking about like the marketing, like the marketing, it's funny because a lot of people will say, oh, they're not like a sneaker company, they're a marketing company, right? They, all they do is like create ways to sell you new things, right? Or sell you the same thing, you know that they've been producing for 30 years. Um, and so like, I mean, I think that's kind of true. And I I saw something the other day on Twitter 
um, someone was commenting on, I think it was like the 990, the 991 anniversary, you know, shoe from New Balance. And they're like, oh, this is boring. Like, this is the same thing that New Balance has done for like, you know, all time. And they're like, look at Jordan. They're doing such cool, interesting stuff. And I was just like, what? Huh? Like, what? They're doing the same thing. It's like a recolor of the Jordan one, like every month. And so like, but that perception of like, man, they're doing like cool, creative things. Um, I think that like permeates the market where people are just like, man, like they're, they're really doing, they're doing new stuff, but they're really not like, you know, the stuff that they are doing new, like the Zoom Air Jordan one isn't as big of a hit as it should be. You know, it's like super new updated lighter comfortable um and cheaper it's 140 bucks and like you know oh no i'm gonna drop this tumbled leather which i'm also not a big fan of uh you know for 170 to 190 dollars and everyone goes crazy over that one so it's it's very interesting that um they have this perception of like hey we're creating this this new product when it's not really new um, and so that that marketing sort of overrides everything. Is, is that why you think they're you see them as distinct because they're producing so much? It's like it's like one giant company here. Another, it can't be one giant company. It's too big to be one one entity, right? Um, or is there something else? I don't know. Like I feel, I, I think I see. I I see personally like the products that they produce are sort of in two different lanes, right? The people. The people necessarily going for Air Maxes aren't the people going for Jordans. And Nike has this whole like, hey, we do have new product. We do have this new stuff that we're introducing and that we're throwing out there. Like the the new Jordan, what is it, the MA2 or whatever it is, you know, like that product is is like new, right? It's like this, it, but it's not, it's not necessarily for people that are going to buy like the tumbled leather Jordans, right? It's not for anyone buying the university Jordan one, like it's, it's totally different. It's for, you know, and so, you know, Nike also has like ACG and all this other stuff where they're trying to push the market or change the dynamic of, you know, what they're offering. And I think a little bit of that dribbles and drabs down to Jordan brand. But I think just in terms of the emails that I get from Nike versus the things that I see from Jordan brand are, are vastly different. They're, they're like almost like two different lanes in some, in some respects, you know? So it feels like two different brands. I would agree. I think Jordan brand, it's its own company. Cause personally, I don't buy Jordans. I think the last time I bought a Jordan was the black cement threes in 2016, 2017, whatever year they came out. Um, and I think as Nike, like, Jordan, you, there's a specific person that buys it. You either trying to buy the, the retros or you play basketball and you're trying to grab the new shoes, right? That they have. Um, and then Nike in general, you just buy whatever comes out. They, they always have stuff coming out. Uh, they're just, it's a, just a general, like they're, they're just general to me. But Jordan, I think is a so, totally separate brand. They're in their own lane, in my opinion, even though they're Nike. Yeah, I'm totally, I'm totally opposite of that. I, I still see... I still see Nike and Jordan as the same faction. It, I understand that there's, there's differences, you know, but the same way I look at Foot Action and Foot Locker uh, and or Foot Locker and Champs, you know what I'm saying? That, yeah, they have a different name, but they're the same company. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking the same L from the same place. 
But um, they market it differently. Right. Absolutely. So, you're you're absolutely you're you're absolutely right. I worked at uh, Locker and Foot Action, and Foot Action right. was based in the East Coast, and they always had the phone posits, they always had the Tims, mm-hmm. and Foot Locker didn't carry them. Right. That's like Nike's got the Air Maxes and Jordan's got the ones. You know what I'm saying? So like for me, they're they're literally the same the same brand. I I look at them differently on what they're trying to I guess shove down my throat. Right. Uh, I I am not a basketball player. You know what I'm saying? I am not a runner. Uh, but I, I, I am in it for the lifestyle because it's always been a part of my lifestyle. You know what I mean? So uh, I appreciate the fact that they, uh, Nike and Jordan are trying to be innovative and they're constantly pushing more products. And I have to remind myself that they are an active brand, not a fashion brand, if you will. Um, so when I look at, when I, when I see the products that, they're, that they market towards me, uh, it's hard for me to, to, to decipher between the two you know i'm not like oh this is jordan brand giving me what i want from jordan brand or nike giving me what i want from nike and it's the same thing coming at me from the same brand just a different one's coming from the left and one's coming from the right uh so i, I don't unless plus most of the products that i want from jordan brand have the nike swoosh on it yeah you know what i'm saying so it's not like sure maybe i want maybe now for uh for a new group of people nike uh, jordan brand is its own standalone but the jordan one has the swoosh on it the 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 three had the nike air on the back that's the one that gets people excited you know what i'm saying the four if you, you tell somebody's got the Jumpman on the back as opposed to the the nike air on the back it's a whole like we'll talk about that that's a whole show on its own you know what i'm saying so for like i still view it as that same company uh but i you know i also i i when i look when i think of jordan brand now and and she was like the delta mid uh or uh you know the the union joints yeah the deltas Right. Like th- those are dope. I appreciate those. And I'm glad that they're trying to do more things to bring me in. But, you know, I, as Rudy, Ruby said, I'm, I, you're either a basketball player or, or you're in there for, for the retros. And I'm in it for I want to say I'm in it for both. But, uh, yeah, yeah, they haven't they haven't none of their new stuff has has pulled me in as you know. But but I say the same thing about Nike, uh, you know, Nike for every Air Max that they've dropped, because it, there's more than just obviously the Air Max 1, 90, 95, 97, 98. I mean, they've been dropping Air Maxes every year continuously. And they're not all for me. Some of them are hideous, hideous, you know, but, <laughs> but that, does, that doesn't laugh. mean I don't appreciate it. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean I don't like that, that, that they're trying. Please, I hope they, they I, I can't wait for the new silhouette that drops that I'm like, bam, they did it again. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I have always appreciated about Nike. They will throw everything at us. Bam, 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 until one of them sticks. And, you know, out of that, out of like, what, 30 years of Air Maxes, we've gotten, uh, for me, there was like five that stuck. That's pretty good. <laughs> what's the, what's the newest, what's the newest product or the newest silhouette that Nike has dropped that has made you go, that's awesome. That's amazing. Like, I got to have a pair of them. Newest non-retro. Yeah, uh, non-retro. Like 2010 and above. I would say, I will, I will, I will say it was a collaboration, but it was the Union Delta Mid that I thought was fire. I thought that shoe was great, and I love the fact that it didn't go crazy for resale. So I was down with that. Um, I, I like that colorway, I, and I, I like the shoe as a whole. It's very techy, but it, I guess maybe because the subtleties of the color or because of the collaboration, it was toned down enough for me to to appreciate it uh, as a lifestyle shoe as opposed to just a basketball shoe. About Nike throwing everything at us. One of the things that caught caught me. I'm still waiting for my pair, but I I think I know what they they feel like because I got grabbed a couple pairs. The ISPA overreacts with the big big midsole, yeah. that kind of really loud and 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 uh, textured one. I grabbed a pair of the uh, um, Daybreaks. 
of course, in the Mars Yard colorway. That's the only one I knew yeah. years ago, right? <laughs> um, but that one's got me really excited because uh, number one, I I, I tested the uh, the midsole and it's super comfy, and I think that shoe looks good. But it's a uh, it's another example of you know them just throwing a bunch of things out there, and even even a couple of the um, the Jordan experimental silhouettes. You talked about the deltas. I like those, and I got the um, the um, a Jordan I can't remember what it was but uh it was a uh, it was a, a Jordan like um kind of like I think it might be Delta Lowe's actually did they have a low cut Delta yeah mm -hmm. uh, anyway those I love those are super comfy so you know I'm willing to try different silhouettes because I'm, I'm kind of tired of uh all the old retros and things you know so uh I, I like that they're they're doing a lot and uh still waiting for that one to come in but I'm sure yeah. they got lots of wear there's two for me I feel like the fly ease I loved that whole concept. I felt like their marketing lacked though on it for the sneaker community. The the marketing on it, they should have, you know, put it out there who that shoe was intended for yeah. and why they made it. And because everybody was like, oh, that's hideous. Like you're lazy, but it wasn't for the sneaker community. It was for people, certain a certain person, right? Um, but the technology on that, I really loved it. And then as a runner for me personally, the new like, Alpha flies, alpha flies. I think that is a dope shoe. Um, I mean, I'll never run what, I'll never be an elite runner to like you truly use that shoe, but um, running, it's a phenomenal shoe for those who are running, you know, below a five minute mile pace. So. Ooh, five minute mile. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you watched the way. You, you know, I, 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 I wish I could get there. I mean, I just broke seven minutes and I thought I was dope. <laughs> Well, did you watch the breaking too with Ulid? I don't I can't pronounce his name right, but his whole thing that's where they that that's where they made the technology was yeah. to break the marathon yeah. in two hours. See, I, I love that. That that's one of the things I love about Nike, just the fact that they're they if you challenge them, they will come at you. Like we talked about Ultra Boost being this, this you know the big technology for about four years, and it's gonna kill Nike. It's the Nike killer. La 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 la, la and did nothing with it. In that meantime, Nike went out and did the React, and they gave us a first round of React, and it was good. And then the next React, we had the Epic React. Now we're into the Infinity React. We've got the Alpha, Alpha Percent, the, the Zoom the Flies, percent. like the next percent. Yeah, and like I, if we're if we're talking outside of a lifestyle shoe, and like from technology standpoint, like they're completely unmatched. Who's who's really battling them? Like I, all my workout shoes are Nike because they're better. At it, you know what I mean? That, personally, uh, for somebody who's flat-footed, like I need a certain level of comfort. I can't work out in in Adidas without my feet hurting after five minutes. I can, I literally, my I had to take a break from running because I was running in something other than Nike, and my foot was so it was in so much pain that if it wasn't, I had to go out and buy more Infinity Reacts you know, just to get back on pace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I definitely I think as far as technology goes, they they really kill the game. And like I remember. Um, one of the shoes, the newest shoes that they dropped, which I I feel like they moved on from in, in some ways, which is the Flyknit, um, the Flyknit Racer. Um, that was like, That's shoe. Oh, shoe. that was the shoe for me for a while. Yeah, like, just so wearable, so light. You could just throw them on. Like, you know, we went to Hawaii last year and I wore them like every day. You know, like you could wear them without socks, you could wear them, you know, with socks, like whatever. And it was just like almost like having an open toed sandal on. It was just great. And um, I love I actually have a pair of Kobe's that have flying it on them, too. 
Um, and I thought that was like, like just blew my mind when they did that and sort of like created it in a way that sort of was able to be used on multiple silhouettes. So, you know, transfer from basketball to, to running. And then they were just like, eh, we're onto something else, right? And so like um, their whole recycled campaign, um, what do you guys think about that? I feel like that's a new version of the fly net. Yeah. Using the recycled material, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I'm absolutely 100% anything that's eco-friendly. What's up? (laughs) And Adidas is doing a lot of that too. They're really pushing it. Maybe even harder than Nike. I just don't know, um, you know, if they're doing it to save money, if they're doing it to attract customers, you know, people who are socially conscious or if they really care, I mean, you know, they're public, publicly listed companies, they have shareholders, but, you know, from our perspective, you know, if it makes you feel a little better to, uh, to buy something recycled, but it's still got to look good. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's, that's the other thing about Nike, the fact that they have such a massive catalog of shoes that we probably don't care about or didn't care about at the time that were probably either too far ahead of its time or not proper. Like the Spiridon, for example, right. That shoe was, it's big now. Like people really like that shoe. The exclusive collaboration there there are is, is better known now than it was in two thousand one when it dropped originally. Nobody cared about the Spiridon. You know, now the Spiridon is isn't is a show that is a shoe that everybody knows. Maybe it was because of two VC collaborate collaboration, but people are buying that shoe out anyway. Right. You know, so maybe there's a there's a whole catalog of shoes that failed at the time, or maybe were too much or too or too subtle, uh, that they can pull from. And that's that's deep, you know what I'm saying? That's hardcore. Imagine all that, all the shoes that we we've seen that were, were uh, like subconsciously, we didn't care about that shoe. If they do it in our face now, it may be the perfect shoe for our current lifestyle. The Nike shocks. <laughs> Oof, they're coming back after the phones will be the back. shocks. First no, please, please, don't start, please don't no, start any, don't start any, no, don't, any don't do it. Slander. No, no shocks I love the shocks. I love the shocks. They were such an easy sale too, working in retail. So <laughs> <laughs> I love that's the like the, Jerry the, that's a gym, that's a gym teacher one on ones, dude. It is. <laughs> that shit was just not it for me. I just never got on the wave. <laughs> You know, I just quickly, you know, Ruby mentioned flyies, and it wasn't for me, but personally for particularly my daughter, these flyies were yeah. game changer. She has special needs and to get these on and off her herself, you know, she, oh, she wow. can do it herself. What it's actually intended for, right? And I, I, I don't fault anyone for buying flyies because they like it because it's comfortable because it's easy to get on because you want the new uh, Jimmy Fallon ones because you're lazy. Get them, get them. Yeah. I have a problem with how Nike markets it and, and maybe they're being so, you know, we're good for the community, blah, blah, blah. And then really it's like people can't get them because these were hard to get at first. And, you know, people went, my daughter went to school with be like, where did you get those? Where did you get those? And I had to go, I'm from Canada. So I had to go to the U S and get my aunt and uncle to ship them for me. And they went quickly at first and, and you couldn't get them. And sometimes they even resold. I know the Jordan one flyies resold for a little bit. Um, but uh, so that was a game changer and that was a big technology thing. And I, I love what they're doing there. But uh, yeah, I don't have any flies myself, but I, I would get them if, uh, if right. I didn't think it was taking them from someone. But, you know, they're, they're going to hopefully make enough for everyone. I agree. Yeah, I just think their marketing failed on that. And then just reading the blogs and the comments and stuff, everybody's saying they were hideous. Why would you do that? <laughs> I'm like, well, if you read an article about the shoe, you would know. Right. 
well, people, I, I feel like, I feel like with Nike, that is part of the thing is that if it's new, um, there's always a segment of sort of like the sneaker world that feels like that's for me, right? Like, so no matter what it is, like, oh, Nike's dropping a new technology. Oh, I got to get it. Like, I have to have it, right? And so like, like you said, yeah, that marketing has to be like really targeted to say, hey, this is for you know, special needs people, like, um, and this sort of transitions, I guess, into um, talking about uh, things we love and hate about Nike. Um, so, like, I I stepped away from Nike a little bit just because, uh, I mean, it, everything, everything that they have is just, like, impossible to get, like, um, and so that's one of the frustrations for me. And I don't, I also like feeling like, you know, they're not, it's not a gimmick, like things that they make are, aren't a gimmick. And some of the stuff that I feel like Nike produces is a little gimmicky sometimes. Um, and if it doesn't work, then they like, you know, oh, we got something else. We got something else. We got something else. But like, like flying it, like flying it was great, but then they went like sort of overboard. Right. So like we got... Air Jordan 1 flying it, and then, you know, Air Jordan 3 flying it, and then it was just, like, everything had flying it, and it was like, okay, yeah, like, that's cool, but I don't need it on everything. Um, <laughs> and then I think, you know, for me also, like, I feel like there's a heavy reliance from the retail side on Nike, so, like, if you don't have Nike products, like, and you're a mom-and-pop store, or you're a boutique, you know, the success of your of your business is in jeopardy just just because of that um and then i think you know they also have cornered the market in such a way that if you don't have tier one products or tier zero products you know you're you're sort of dead in the water as well i'd like to hear like what other people what what things sort of like drive you away from nike or like really sort of irk you about the the brand or do you guys just love it you don't care. <laughs> it's, it's hard to oh. believe. <laughs> I'm going to always ride for Nike. I'll always ride for Nike. Um, it's really hard to steer me away from it. I think consciously lately, like you said, you know, for those mom and pops, those brick and mortars who don't have a tier, uh, tier one account, like they can't sell Nike. Uh, it kind of sucks now seeing that even living in Houston, I have maybe one or two stores that actually get Nike. So not being able to go to a Nike store here or a local store here and get product like that kind of sucks. In my opinion, that would be the only thing why I don't like Nike, like their products not available at other stores and they're a national, you know, world known brand. So I would like to see them be available with other stores because we don't have a Nike store here. Their outlets are trash. Um, I would go back to Arizona and go out there. But so yeah, I think that would be the one complaint I have, especially seeing small businesses here, boom. I would love to see that happen here. So otherwise you can't say anything, to, you can't say anything bad about Nike. I, I, I mean, you, you already know, you know, I, I, I'm a big Nike head I, and it's not, it's not because, you know, it's the only brand I, I rock with. It's because they're the ones that they keep me intrigued. Uh, whether it be what I do like about Nike is also subsequently what I hate about Nike. Um, is that they, they, it feels like they, they go out and grab you and they try to keep you in. So once they lock you in, they keep you there. But I hate the fact that 
um, sometimes their marketing, though it'd be great, it can also be very boring. They're, you know, when they, they, they stop trying to, to sell you a product. Like I feel like with, with a, a Nike SB, the stories never stop. The storytelling is always interesting. It, it, you see their releases, they're always creative and that's fun. But then you look at Jordans and you still have the same old Jordan, the same old Jordan box, you know, for, for whatever, even their collaborations don't make, you know, a, a big impact anymore. And I, I hate that. I love the fact that they're so big and, and broad with everything they do, but they're also so simple minded with certain things when it comes to trying to like inspire you or keep you, um, keep you actively motivated to buy their product. And I think most of us still rely on the fact that we're so brand loyal to Nike that it's hard to change our mind on, on whether we think a product is cool, uh, as opposed to, you know, really still selling a, a, a product to me in an interesting, creative way. You know, you used to see the commercials, a guy running, you know, just do it. At least that was interesting. Now they even stopped doing all that. Now it's, it's just relying on the fact that, that their hype is, is, is huge. Um, and the fact, I mean, you, you can hate on a big corporation all you want, and I'm sure I have plenty. Uh, the fact that, you know, they can kill off a, an entire uh, shopping experience because they can make more money that way is also very frustrating. I don't like the fact that everything is e-commerce based anymore. I loved going in. I like going to sneaker shops. I like sitting there and talking to like-minded people and enjoying that camaraderie that, that brings this whole thing together. I hate not being able to try on a shoe and see if it fits because not that all of them don't fit the same. You know, I, I hate it showing up in my house and I'm like, wow, fuck this, this shoe sucks. I don't like it. You know, and having to deal with getting rid of it. Um, and then actively participating in a, in a, in a resale market that I care to not really participate in. Um, but, you know, when I see a, a shop that I care about that I go to and they're like, we didn't get that shoe. Why? Um, we, they didn't, they didn't care to give it to us or another one that got it. And you're like, well, that's cool. Can I, I, every, it, it, it eliminates that, that, that social element of it that I thought that shoes were always a part of for me. You know what I mean? So like I used to, when I used to camp out, that wasn't like what it is. You know, it was a camp out. We would go, I see the same eight people. Those are my people. We would chat, we would talk sneakers and it was a good time. And then we'd get the shoe. I'd get back in line and get my second pair and I go home. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it was about the excitement of the shoe. It had nothing to do with anything else. And I, I like, they're stripping that away and it's becoming very, uh, I, I don't know, very transactional. Boring. Yeah. It's like, you got it. Cool. And they hit me with the, you got it. Like we live for the, the you got it, you know, but I, like, I don't, when I turn around, I get it on the, you know, on on my phone or on my computer. I'm like, yo, what? I, nobody's here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As when I walk out the store, what's up, player? I got my shoe. I'm excited. You know, what I mean? like there was there was this this element of of community um, that was that that always that always kept me engaged. And like now, it's just like, well, not only like you read all these articles, you're like, well, they brought in the eBay guy, and he's gonna stop sending shoes to you know certain tier shops. Oh, that's lame. You know, I love going around town. I call it my tour. When you know, I'm like, I'm going on the tour. I'll go to every sneaker shop in town just to see what's popping. See what's good. Who's who's there? What's what's going on? You know, can't do that. And like now, I have to scroll the pages and and talk to myself. I think that's a great point, Jane. Because you know, I think when you line up for sure, you camp out. You're there. You're there to be there. You're not all, you know, I've been to campouts or, you know, maybe not overnight or two nights and then not decide to get the shoe. But I've been there for a couple of hours and tried on the shoe. Maybe they didn't have my size or maybe I just didn't like sure. the feel or maybe I didn't want to spend the money. And, and I passed on it. But now you're online. You're grabbing it. You're not even thinking about it. If you can get your hands on it, you know, sell it after. And like you said, you may be forced to participate in the resale market. Maybe it's a limited release and they won't let you return it. 
but I, I also want to say that you know it's funny it's hard to remember but it wasn't so long ago that it was actually adidas was on top and I, I watched this it was just yesterday i was just you know you see related links in your youtube when you're watching it, and it was fat joe and mayor at a sneaker release i think it was maybe fat joe's and mayor was wearing uh, adidas ultra boost um chinese new year's and fat joe was wearing um white yeezys and i was kind of like is this another dimension like those guys like it was like another world it was probably 2015 2000 who, who knows um but um it was just funny and, and i did want to reiterate um, from my perspective that online shopping experience totally has changed i think the last couple of years but really also with the hype and the popularity the mainstream um blow up of sneakers it's kind of and nike being on top again really you know if you want to you know, I'm a sneakerhead. I love sneakers. I buy sneakers. We're all in this. But if you want to have a sour, salty taste, you go to the you go to the market leader, right? It's Nike. They're they're fueling the hype. They're, everyone wants Nike still. You know, New Balance has gotten a lot of love. Other brands have gotten a lot of love, but it's still Nike. So, you know, when you see reselling and you see you know hype beasts that you may kids who maybe you don't like what they're doing or how they're behaving. It's going to be a check probably right and it's just unfortunate that it gets associated yep. with it but you know the other thing that i've really started and the more we talk about it it kind of hit me uh i hate the the drop culture like you can't appreciate a shoe for any length of time before the next big drop is in your face right like we just saw the city markets drop today i'm stoked i got them like i want to enjoy that well guess what the curries drop in two days and then after that you've got the air jordan one the 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 university blue like everything is just rapid fire rapid fire i'm like whoa hold on well like I, was, I made a video and i dropped it today about a shoe that i got that on my first w that i've taken in a year and i'm like am i late am i late in dropping that you know i just got the shoe three days ago you know what i mean like i, I don't like that i want like i want to get on like i, I want to get the shoe i want to enjoy i want to talk about i want to have a moment to 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 enjoy it before the next one is thrown right at my face and i don't I mean the product's great maybe it's my own fault for getting into it but everybody's already moved on to the next drop and that's you just dropped right now. You know what I mean? It's Supremes. You, you don't even get a day, James. It's oh, Supremes yeah. already. Forget those. <laughs> yeah. So we're, like, right. Now we're done city with the Supremes. <laughs> it was about 30 minutes. You're like, did I get the, yeah. the city markets? No. All right. Oh shit. Supreme dropping. Did we get those? No. Uh, all right. What's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? And I'm like, we live in an Adderall based uh, ADD environment when it comes to sneakers. <laughs> ah, you got to drop which one? I don't know what we're talking about anymore. I'm lost. You know what I mean? Like, I think I talk faster because of this. <laughs> so, uh, just going off of their releases, is is sneakers trash? Is sneakers like does it need to go away? Um, I feel like I feel like sometimes, like I don't jump on sneakers anymore. I haven't I haven't snagged a shoe on sneakers since. The last pair I got was French blue twelves, so you Thanks. know, like it's been a while. And I've tried for stuff, but like I think I'm kind of in the mood where I'm like I'm not even gonna try. I have to keep reminding myself to download it, like or go on my phone and download it because it gets, you know, it, it gets taken off because I don't open it. But I feel like they tried they tried to make sneakers another social media site almost where you're constantly checking it to see what the releases are, to constantly see what's new, what's coming out, what's happening. Is there something in my inbox? Is there something free for me? Am I going to get noticed? Are they going to, are they going to pay it forward with this new release? Like, 
Um, and so, like, I have to reiterate, like, what James said. Absolutely. Like, I feel like it's okay. Yeah. Like, I got it. Took me, it took me like two weeks to get a pair of the UNLV, right? Dunks. And I don't need, like, I'm not that person that needs every dunk. I, like, I, I just, you know, I'm going to have like two or three pairs of the year, right? And so I wanted this one. I got it. And now I'm, I feel like I'm a year behind with releases. Like, like, it's just like, you know, can I enjoy this shoe for a little bit? Can I feel like, you know, I got something, but now like, am I, am I late? Like, like James said, am I late? Like, and so I think this goes back to sneakers. Like is sneakers, like nobody else has a release system. That's as. Is sneakers popular. trash? absolutely as it's popular the worst. or as I hate it. it's the worst it's 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 the worst it's the best i hate it i hate everything i just want to make me throw things you know i i appreciate that i have everything i want on one site and i can scroll through it and right. i hate it because i i don't win i don't get anything like i don't understand this algorithm just like i don't understand any algorithm at this point because it doesn't make any sense you know you, you and i hate the, the conspiracy behind it check it out dude. this is how you win on sneakers right you have to like everything, read everything, share it 47 and a half times. Make sure on the last one, you don't see it send. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to do all these obnoxious things just to think you might get it. And none of us even know if that's actually true. Uh, and you, you end up spending all, like I end up looking at it. And I'm like, did I, did I not scroll enough today? Like, I don't understand. So at this point, it's nice to look at the possible shoes that are coming. But at the same time, like it's, it's obnoxious. It's the most obnoxious thing ever. It fills you full of hope. And then you, it just, just takes it away from you. You're not. I mean, you only have so many shoes, and, and the you run the risk about, of the, the one year. The funny thing about sneakers too is that they also have the Nike app, and you can go on the Nike app and you can buy shoes and you can browse shoes. And so I think this again, like, goes back to the whole like Jordan brand being separate. Um, but I feel like they have a whole like hype division that's like separate from 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 Nike. And so like, there's I find myself on Nike more than I find myself on the sneakers app because. I feel like when I'm browsing on the Nike app, I'm I'm more apt to find something or find a gem that other people didn't think was great. And so like, I like that feeling. I like that feeling of like, hey, I got something that other people have access to, but they didn't realize was awesome. And so um, I find myself on the Nike, the Nike app, adding things to my cart, like leaving them there and they'll sit there and then like, I'll get 20% off or, you know, something in the, you know, in my email because it sat there for a month and they really want me to buy it. And so like, I feel, I feel like, you know, the, the sneakers is not for me. Um, I'm sort of an old man like that. <laughs> like, it's just all too fast. It's just all too fast, all too, like, I'll like something and then I'll go on and be like, oh, it released already. Like, oh, well. <laughs> We don't even have yeah. sneakers app in Canada. So we have a recently in the last maybe year, they, they, we now have the site. So it does have the same type of format where you can see all the releases, but it just drops at 10 o'clock or 6 a.m. every day. There's no, there's no tapping. There's no early access. There's no, none of, there's none of that other stuff. There's none of that. Oh, check your mailbox. It, we don't have any of that. It's just basically a glorified website that says sneakers on it. And we share our stock with, with Europe. So we're way behind. But one thing I do kind of get a kick out of sneakers because I don't, 
fall victim to, I would if I had the sneakers out, is when they drop something early and it's something that's not really hype and then everyone buys it and it's like, oh, wait a sec. It's just because I got early access. I'm sure everyone, I've done that in other ways. So I'm not a, I'm not immune to it, but it's like, you know, that sneakers, it's like, I get the W. You just want the W, right? You just want to post that on your Instagram. Got them, right? That's, you're willing to spend $200 just for that post, right? Yeah. <laughs> Really, I'd like, but... <laughs> like to think the sneakers app was made for cities that who don't have Nike stores because otherwise I would just have to buy it online. So like James said, you know, being able to go to the store and interact with people, I can't get that experience here. So I'd like to think that the sneakers app was to help with that in, so, in certain cities, but we know that's not true. But the app is trash. I think the last, before even these past couple of years, my last win was the Royal Ones. So <laughs> Air Max One. Air Max oh. one. <laughs> okay. So, and before that, yeah, so, but. I mean, dude, I mean look, they like do a really game. good job in unifying us with our L's on that app. I mean, I guess that's what it's there for. <laughs> like, we can all together <laughs> complain about these terrible L's we get regularly. Yeah. What are we all doing today? We're all catching L's. All right. right. I mean, I'd be surprised if they're, I mean, I'm sure they're always investing in e-commerce and things, but like a better app, I mean, everything sells out. The experience is good for some people. It's good. It's good when you take a W and it's bad when you take an L, right? I mean, it's quick, isn't it? I mean, you take a W, it's super quick and, and painless most of the time, no? It's not like you're, you're having, you get it or you don't, right? But I also feel like the e-commerce is going to slow down after the world opens back up again because we're yeah. all going to be fiending for social interactions. We're all going to run to the stores. We're all going to travel. So hopefully we don't have to experience sneaker L's on the app pretty soon. But Yeah, all those concept stores and those boutiques that were, you know, focusing on um, the customer experience. Yeah, I really hope that doesn't get forgotten because people are going to be itching for it. I, I know I will be. Absolutely. So, um, John, I know we have you here and I, I started following you like a few years ago. And I think when I started following you, you were as big into Nike, I feel like as you are now. And so I was curious what, you know, what your transition was or what happened that like sort of made you transition. Um, yeah, I think when we started talking, it was more than a couple, it was probably still when the runners were, you know, runners were popping more. And I was really into, I still am, but not as much now into Asics, New Balance, Saucony, you know, Diodora, all that. I think, I think that's maybe where you and I kind of connected. Yeah. So, um, but admittedly, when Nike blew up again after Adidas took over, I started getting getting more into it. It was new silhouettes. I really started experimenting with new silhouettes. For me, it was always Air Max ones. It was always, you know, Jordan fours, threes, and 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 uh, and I really didn't diversify. I had even with my Asics, it was always the same models. It was always the same. You know, I had fourteen colors of five seven seven New Balances and Gel Light threes and 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 Gel Light fives and 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 Air Max ones. I had like you know. 40 pairs and then it kind of was like I started discovering more silhouettes and and it wasn't it, it coincided with the Nike's popularity and I think they did more we talked about it they started expanding and, and pumping out more and I think when they pump out more it's hard to keep up it's hard to get everything you want but at the same time you know certain things come up that you didn't remember or you didn't even know about I'll admit some of yeah. these silhouettes I never heard about I've never been a 
um, you know, a historian of, of Nike or anything like that. So I think that was happening. I diversified, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, I started off with Nike. I didn't know any other brands back in the day. I never, you know, when, when I started out, it was all Jordans, it was all Nikes. So, you know, I got into runners and, uh, I stayed there, but, uh, you know, just kind of, you know, even bulkier silhouettes, I was a little bit more into instead of, instead of, instead of Nikes, uh, instead of uh, runners that were, you know, always, you know, nice and nice and contoured and things like that. But, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know what I'm doing to admit. I have no, I have no plan or semblance of what I'm doing <laughs> with this sneaker thing. I'm, I'm all over the place. Whichever like the way, whichever way the wind blows or whatever. Nah, I mean, I like being, I like wearing different things. I like having, a, um, you know, a lot of different things and, and having different things that, um, you know, I love of course, but that you don't see every day. So. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, Ruby, I know this, you know, from your collection and from the shoes that you wear, um, there are not a lot of hype items in, in your collection. And I think that is something that's very underappreciated from uh, you know, like the whole like sneaker sneaker mainstream right now. Um, I think I forget who it was. I think it was Mayor who said that like if you don't have, you know, GRs in your collection, your collection's trash. Um, and I always think about that. Like I got to see the full breadth and width of collections um, or the offerings in order to make an educated decision about what I'm gonna buy. Like. It's it can't it's not good enough that it's just the latest and the greatest or the most hype. It's also got to be something that's really cool and interesting. So can you talk a bit, little bit about like what pulls you in when you're when you're looking at like like new shoes or Nike shoes in particular? Ooh, um, I think for me it's always going to be can I wear it to work? <laughs> can I pull it <laughs> off with a uh, a work outfit? Um, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like for the longest time I stopped buying shoes because I was spoiled. And I say this because I worked at the retail store and I, and I have a kid size. So I'm a woman's eight and a half, men's kids seven. So I never had to pay over $100 over sh for shoes, which is probably the main reason I don't pay resale, period. Um, but so that's why, you know, like I was getting shoes, grade school size for a really good discount, which is why majority of mine are not as hyped. Um, but I think now, even then, I think my hope, my biggest hype shoe was the Sean Witherspoons. And I like, I wasn't expecting to win that. And I didn't necessarily like, like it at first. It's grown on me now, but the color on that, I think a lot of my, the Kobe's that I have, all his color schemes were crazy. I go back to saying, you know, for me as a woman, I like the shoes to pop more because um, I can wear a whole black outfit and then you'll notice my shoes, right? But so for me, it's always going to be the color. But I'd like to, I'd like to say think so. That's why I like the Witherspoons now because you don't see those colors often. And James, I know we talked about Witherspoon and. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Not the, shoe, look, the shoes are great. I, I thought, you know, the, the Air Max, the uh, Air Max uh, 97 one is, is awesome. I love that shoe. I have three pairs. I didn't I mean, even like, vote for it. I didn't even vote for it. So yeah, I was right. holding and I got it. So like, I, I'm, I'm cool with that. Sh that shoe in particular, because it, I mean, Sean got his name on it, but he brought in 
other sneakerheads, two two heads, to participate in it and I respect that. You know, right. Skate Drake, he was in on it, uh, Foundations and more. You know, so it, it was cool to see a nice collaborative effort in the shoe. It was a little different with the with the combination of it. You know, normally I don't like two shoes being mashed into one. That never works out really well. But this time it did. It was the the anomaly. It was the neo of the bunch. So I was cool with it. But Sean as uh, for a shoe to get hyped because of a person's name. That's a little different because I don't I don't see him. He's not a Jordan or a Kobe or a guy who's inspired me to do something major, you know. So like to 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 just uh, hype a shoe over his name is a little is a little something that's hard for me to chew on because I'm like, your resume isn't there, you know. Cool shoe, good for you. Congratulations, but and like the rest of the collaborations that he's done have all been lazy booty shoes. All of them. every single one of them. <laughs> well, I will say that it wasn't the original color that released, right? When the when they had the whole campaign, it was a different color. No, it was they they. I think they gave him options that uh, what they wanted. The ones that he came up with, the the one that they released with the map was the yeah. But when they did like the video campaign and uh, where you had to vote, it was a different color than what they actually mass produced. I don't remember. To be I honest, think the blocking was different. I think the colors were similar, but the blocking was a little off. No, uh, maybe. Yeah. I never, I never paid attention, and then I won. I was like, "Why?" <laughs> yeah, I was surprised too. Yo, dead three times. I was like, "What's happening here?" That's wild. <laughs> yeah. So I got a question though about celebrity relationship with Nike, and the 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 one thing that like I I kind of said before is that I I tend to like want to stray away from like everything just because someone else is doing it or just because it's like a big thing at that moment um and not necessarily because not everything that is you know the big thing at that moment turns me away but i often feel like i don't get a chance to digest something and to like really appreciate something because nike has this sort of connection with hollywood like oh travis scott like right so travis scott wears a dunk and then you know like now that dunk is $5,000, like, or, you know, Travis Scott is releasing this shoe. I don't even have time to digest whether I like the shoe or what the story's about. And it's, and it's gone, right? Or it's impossible to get, like, do you guys feel like, and I know, James, you kind of said something that their story is, is lacking or the backstory or just um, the creativity is lacking in terms of, you know, coming up with something that's interesting, not just um, popular. Well, with Nike, I mean, you've got things like like Virgil and his collaboration. That's why, you, you know, the first 10 were such a big deal. There was a huge story. They pushed it on us. We For months, we were able to get into his head and find out where his mindset was, where the why the collaboration made sense. Um, and then after that, after the first 10, you know, everything else that he dropped after that was just based on off of that they were they weren't necessarily additions to it you know what i mean there was no other story to it that's why i always had this big issue with the dunks that he released he added an extra lace around it and that was that and there was really no reason for that right so when you got a story first and then you got more from it they didn't add to that story so they didn't get interesting and it just became some other thing it was just part of the collaboration travis scott you know when you look at his shoes at least he is an icon now, right? To, to a certain group of people, but his, you know, of course they, you, you look at his shoes and you think of uh, uh, his first collaboration, the four, 
you know, as the one that started all, but he had the Nike contract before that. He was the, the face of their Vapormax campaign, right? So he, he was, they built him up to be the guy who he is now in that collaboration kind of, uh, it's starting to become more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? More fluff, you know, it, it's just, they're just banking on the name um, because we, it's starting to, I'm glad they slowed down, right? I'm glad I haven't seen one in a while and we can let the hype rebuild and he can change what he's doing. But at least the fact that he's changed the silhouette each time and he added something different or, it may, you know, the six having a little bag on the side, the dunk. I love the SB dunk. I thought that was great. So to see him go through a various different, various different shoes and reasons why, that's cool with me. But I don't like the boring, lazy check this one out. You know what I mean? And then when you get the shoe with that collaboration, it's, it comes in the same box and it's just a weird random shoe. The Jerry Lorenzo collaboration, that was a collaboration. That was, that was up. Give me, like it was an artist's take on what he saw in his mind for a shoe. It wasn't like, here's an Air Max one, put a sticker on it. There's your shoe. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's dull. That's boring. Like these guys are creative people. Well, be creative then. That's why the Sean Witherspoon one was fun because it was different it was outside the box thinking it was a, an outside perspective not a jordan six with a bag john how, how important is story or are like the, the creativity to you well i'm glad we talked about sean because um you know as we know now he's he's dropped his lifelong love for apparently for nike for adidas and i'm not mad at him you know he's <laughs> You know, he's not the first one. Neymar went from Jordan to what Puma, right? Puma. People, people go. Kanye went. Kanye went from Nike to Adidas, and the other day, a couple months ago, he he wanted to rock Jordan. So we we all know we we all know. You know, the bag is is there, and you know, people gotta people. You know, and Kanye wants to be creative. He wasn't going to be creative, and, and I can't be mad at anyone. But um, you know, when you talk about celebrity, I think people. You know, we probably understand more than they. I don't want to critic, you know, pick on young people, but that you know, people are doing this because they get a they get a check or they get a free pair of shoes, and you know, they're not they're not necessarily loyal to the brand. I don't know how loyal Travis is to to Jordan. I mean, he loves his dunks and he loves his Jordans. He's got his own, but you know, maybe he starts his own brand in a few years. Maybe he. Who knows? I mean, who knows what kind of check he's getting? It's it's good. It's good time to be with Jordan. Maybe Jordan's not pumping in a few years, and uh, and he moves on uh, like like someone like Sean did. So, you know, I just think people need to keep that in mind that you know, it's it's all business, and uh, not everyone has the same passion that we do for this. And if you're following people because of what they're wearing, and and you want to be like them, and then they switch brands, and then it's kind of like wait. I have all these dunks travis isn't wearing dunks i like travis more than i like dunks Wait, what happened <laughs> travis you sold me out right and it's like you gotta figure out why you're there right yeah you're there because you love travis or you're there because you like dunks if you're there because you like dunks great if you like both great but if, if you only like travis get a couple pairs of dunks so you can look like him fine but don't, don't change your whole wardrobe right because you might get disappointed one day yeah hey, ruby how much does like celebrity influence move the needle for you like if you're gonna buy something or thinking about buying something um i don't really think it like moves me at all i think i can spot like oh that's a cool outfit but i'm not gonna 
I'm not gonna like cop everything that you spend, but I, I would have to agree with everything you guys said so far. I mean, the art of storytelling is failing or not failing. It's, it's dwindling down, right? It's fading out. But I think those of you in this conversation, we can appreciate the storytelling because you've been buying shoes longer than we can all remember, right? Um, so you have a story to tell uh, from when you bought your first uh, shoe. But I think now Nike, like John said, it, it's a business, right? They have to move forward and the art of reselling is a new business form. So they have to meet that, they have to meet that generation, which you may or may not be in that generation of reselling. So, I, and that's what they're using the celebrities for is to get people to buy them more. It may not affect us because we like, we appreciate and want that storytelling again, but it's a dying form for us as we get older, right? Mm -hmm. So I, for me, I don't really think celebrities influence what I buy. I might say like, oh yeah, I like it. Now, if you ask me if a Dodger player makes a shoe, then of course I'm gonna buy any Dodger shoe. So <laughs> if it comes back to baseball and a celebrity like Mookie Betts, if he makes a shoe, then I'm buying it. It's Mookie Betts. Other than that, I'm not really influenced um, by a celebrity. What if he gets traded? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> what if he gets traded? <laughs> and you get the new colorway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, you're, I mean, you're you're right, dude. Look, I mean, look at as much as I love the Jerry collaboration. Uh, I mean, the shoes weren't for me, but I, I appreciated them. And then a year later, what's up, Adidas? I got the tattoo on my neck. You know what I mean? Like, uh oh, <laughs> uh oh. You know, I thought storytelling was always best when it was with a collab or something. And now it seems like you know, there's just so much product out there that there's a story with everything, and it seems forced. But my my favorite, and it's it's it just came to mind. It's it's you know, when you have like one of these. I don't want to pick on anyone, but a young rapper on on complex sneaker shopping. And then Joe asked him, he says, oh, what, what do you remember about your first pair of shoes? And the guy says, oh, those ones. And then he doesn't even know what they are, right? He doesn't know if they're threes or fours. And then it's kind of like the storytelling falls flat. You know, it's like Joe wants that story about when his mom took him to the mall and he couldn't get them or like his big brother got him for And it's just like, uh, I, I just like those ones. Those joints are dope. And and he has no idea what they are because that's become part of the culture now, whether you like it or not. So the storytelling is watered down. It, it's this this good stories, you know, for every for every five collabs, one of them has a really good, really great story. And it's it says, Oh, you know, we did this tear away because underneath is this fabric of cultural represent, you know, whatever. And then there's one where it's just some some famous person slapped their name on it and it's like yeah i rock puma since i was day one or i rock nike since day one and then that's the story right so i think problem is it's a function of there's just so much it's like it's it, it's got to be watered down it can't be that high quality of it's just like yeah this it's, is compelling it's an age thing right i feel that like too. Yeah. the older you get the less influenced you are because you've already developed your style you may change a couple of things um, but the younger generation, they're influenced by social media. So, whereas anybody over 30 really isn't, right? So. Yeah, a teenager could buy that same shoe the rapper didn't, rapper didn't know the name of just because the rapper picked it. It's like, there's a story. I saw him on Complex. I don't need any more story, right? <laughs> he likes it. 
Yeah, that, that's their entire backdrop. Like, it's it's hard for me to under like I don't, I can't take influence from from those people because like when I watch sneaker shopping, that same thing. Like, that's a major turnoff for me when I, I don't know what this is. What, how I do, you know what I mean? So it's it's very it's frustrating to see, especially shows like that because I, I feel like it's very disingenuous just because you're taking a bunch of rich people to go buy shoes. Like that's that's not what I'm about. like. If I have a million dollars, I'm still not paying. T- twenty thousand dollars for a pair of what the dunce because that's not part of the game that's not part of the hustle that i grew up in i hunt for the shoe that i want for the price that i wanted and that was part of my story or how did i get that shoe so when you get a guy i mean cool you have canelo alvarez on there he's a great boxer awesome and he's like i like that shirt it's red dope that's 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 profound dude like you really got it you you are within this culture as opposed to taking somebody who has been because there are generations of people such as like the mayor's of the world who have been in this game long enough to be shoe celebrities, if you will, I cringiest name ever, but I appreciate that perspective more because I can relate to that. I can't relate to, to a, an artist who doesn't know what we're talking about or, or appreciate where it came from. Granted, there are a group of people that can, I'm just not one of them. But you, and you talked about the artists who may or may not know. I mean, you look at Kanye, I think he, I, I think I credit him for, at least giving a major kickstart to the popularity of ones when he was wearing them before, before the, the, and you know, other people were wearing them too, but I think people really took notice. And then, and then that kind of image of him, I think it was in, at an all-star game or, or a halftime wearing the Adidas and then at a, a show, you know, wasn't even the ultra boost yet. And I think, you know, this era that we're in of celebrity and, and uh, you know, endorsement and, and people paying attention you know, Kanye knows about shoes. Kanye's a fashion icon. He, he's legit. Um, but it doesn't matter necessarily what the person wearing the shoes thinks. It's what the people viewing it, right? If they know, right. they don't know. That's what's driving it. I mean, they're influenced, but really they're influenced by each other. They're influenced by their friends. If if their friends care about what Kanye wears, then they care about what Kanye wears. If nobody cares what Kanye wears, then, you know... It doesn't matter, but it's it's the it's the herd mentality, whether you look at it positively or negatively. And I don't think it's all negative at all. Yeah, and just to sort of like bring it kind of full circle, um, you know, like Jordan, I think Michael Jordan was the first person that, you know, sort of pushed the whole sneaker culture, right? And sort of started the the massive boom, I think, for the majority of people and the majority of us. And what did he know about sneakers, right? He wasn't it's not like he was like, hey, I'm up on the latest shoes. He didn't know about, you know, he wasn't pushing the rep your school and all of that stuff. So I think, you know, for for someone to sort of start and push and be the face of something, uh, you know, I don't think they necessarily need to be fully invested and have this drawn out history of sneakers. And just so closing thoughts um because I, I i do have to go uh have a meeting but like any last thoughts on nike and what we we hope to see from them in the future i hope that they slow down a bit or space out their stuff a little bit just so that the appreciation for these sneakers that they're releasing can have an impact you know what i mean like it, it's hard i it's hard for me to remember what shoe dropped two weeks ago. You know what I mean? So how can they be iconic anymore if I can't remember the damn shoe anymore? I can remember 
the five, six pairs that dropped in 96 because they were spread out and I got to, to really crave that shoe or want it or appreciate having it, right? Uh, now, I, I literally, I'm trying to think back of what shoe dropped two weeks ago and I can't for the life of me. Like I, I needed to look at sneakers to look at that. And I, I really hope that, that, that we, they can slow it down just enough. I mean, I don't, I don't, they'll never will because capitalism and they got to make money and whatever, but to appreciate a shoe again, you know, or, or take the time. Like, can, can we, can we do that real quick and stop force feeding or, or, or change this, this drop, you know, it, we used to have hyper, uh, hyper strikes, you know, quick strikes, things that would happen out of nowhere. Now everything is Every, every single one of them is like that and it's frustrating because i i want to take the time to appreciate what i just got before the next one comes out maybe that's a change in our buying habits and in this this whole community as a whole just to change that perspective but that's not happening either oh and never ever 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 bring back the uh the the foam the foam dome uh, <laughs> ever like never you know what I'm talking about? The the Air Max foam dome, that boot with that was like a foam posit. Never. Ever. Never, ever, ever. Everything comes back, James. Everything. Please, God, no. That needs to sell. I'm not gonna lie. I'll, I know. <laughs> it's terrible. John. Oh, yeah. So um I agree with James to a large extent and I maybe Nike could adopt the same policy I'm trying to do with my own sneaker collection quality over quantity. I don't think they're going to do that. And maybe the sneaker bubble needs to burst. And, but I think with the, we talked about it earlier, the mainstream popularity of sneakers, I don't see it slowing down. I think it's just going to continue like this. Maybe it takes a global recession, but we had a we had a huge pandemic, and that didn't do it. Although it just increased people shopping, um, I don't wish any of that to happen. But uh, uh, yeah, I you know I'm gonna accept it. I'm gonna accept it the way it is because I don't think it's gonna change. I think uh, you know as long as they innovate and and come up with some new product. The other thing is I think. I like them. And again, I don't necessarily think they will, but give us what we want. Give us the military blue fours with the Nike Air. Give us, give us, you know, why are we waiting? You know, put those shoes out. When, when it's an anniversary year, don't give us one retro, you know, OG color and then a bunch of other ones. Give us two. Give us three. Give us a tiny bit more. You don't have to kill the hype by giving us... Olive nines. Yeah, yeah like, like give us just, instead of just one a year of what we want of a color, of a, of a model, give us two. Like, just you don't have to give it all. We know you don't want to kill the hype, but give us a tiny bit more because if they don't, maybe one day Jordans won't be popping anymore and they'll miss that window. And then the Jordans will, Jordan 4 military blues will come out and no one will want them. And then they'll wish they had. So maybe a little bit of that. <laughs> Ruby. Um, I think for me first, what I would like to see from Nike is get me an interview, invite me for an interview. <laughs> And that kind of goes in hand to what I'm about to say. And I, um, and so manifest it, Nike, call me. Um, Shoot that shot. Right. <laughs> and it's not to be uh, creative or anything. I can do what I do now at Nike. So, um, but again, that goes into kind of invite the community, right? Like don't invite an influencer. Don't Im invite a celebrity. Invite somebody like you guys who really understand the shoes so that's what i would like to see um but again I'll, I'll go back to shoot that interview my way and then i can invite you know invite other people too <laughs> i like that call us 
right. That's right. But I like, yeah, like James said, like, yeah, I would love to see them slow down because you're right. I really can't remember what released two weeks ago. I really have no idea. Right now we're focused on what's the next next shoe that comes out Saturday, right? Um, and then John as well. Like, yeah, I mean, they're, they're not going to slow down. So we'll see. Well, um, awesome. I really appreciate you all coming on. Uh, making time during the day. I know it's kind of hectic during the week, but um, truly appreciate it. Um, we gotta have you all back. Uh, thanks a lot. I um I gotta I gotta run, but thanks again. Thanks. Thanks for Thank having you. me. Back. It was fun. It was fun. Absolutely. Yes. Always. All right, guys. See you on the gram. Bye. Later. Guys. <laughs> Later.